Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi there, this episode is going to be 1 Kings chapter 1. We generally think of Satan attacking us at our weakest spot, but weakness is not our only vulnerability. Satan can also attack us where we think we are strong, in the very areas where we are proud of our strengths. He will approach us through the greatest talents and spiritual gifts we possess. If we are not wary, Satan can cause our spiritual downfall by corrupting us through our strengths as well as by exploiting our weakness. That was by Dallin Oaks. Nearly a thousand years before Solomon, Abraham had been promised that his seed would receive the land of Canaan for their inheritance, including territory as far north as the Euphrates River. But not until Solomon's time was this promise fully realized. Under Solomon's reign, Israel reached her greatest point as a nation, honor, wealth, power, and respect among all nations were here because of the administration of her greatest king. Within a year of Solomon's death, the land was divided into two kingdoms, and the course of Israel's history was permanently altered. And that was out of the Old Testament student manual. According to the customs of succession, Adonijah could well have been the heir to the throne of David. Adonijah was the fourth son of David. Two of his older brothers, Amnon and Absalom, were already dead, and a third, Chileab, is not mentioned in the text except for the account of his birth. David's old age and feeble condition evidently convinced Adonijah that it was time to show the people that he was the successor to the throne. His actions were thus designed to convince his people of his right and to create a base of popular support that would consolidate his position. He set up a royal processional, sought the support of important people, including Joab, the commander of the military, Abiathar, the high priest, the other princes of the court, and David's personal staff, and prepared a great feast. He deliberately excluded those loyal to Solomon as the successor, including Zadok, another important priest. Benaiah, one of the military commanders, perhaps second in command to Joab, the mighty men who were probably David's personal bodyguards, and the prophet Nathan. Adonijah's plan was thwarted, however, when Nathan heard what Adonijah was doing and reported it to Bathsheba, Solomon's mother. His wanting to her, his warning to her, that her life as well as Solomon's life was in danger illustrates one of the problems with a monarchical system of government. Because of the competition that typically existed in the royal family itself, the new king often assassinated all his brothers and other possible heirs who might pose any threat to, to his rule. Moving swiftly, Bathsheba and Nathan joined together to bring Adonijah's manipulations to the attention of King David. When David learned that Adonijah sought to take the throne, he quickly appointed Solomon as co-regent. They ruled together until David died. Although only 20 years of age, Solomon, like David and Saul before him, was anointed to his kingship by a rightful priest and by the prophet. To clearly show the people that Solomon was David's choice and the Lord's, David commanded that the inauguration of his co-regent take place immediately. He commanded that Solomon be placed on his, David's, mule to ride in procession to Gihon in the traditional way that a king made his triumphal entry into a city. Notice that Jesus rides on a donkey into Jerusalem in a triumphal entry. The people responded joyously and accepted Solomon as their new king. 
Thus, in one quick and decisive move, David cut off Adonijah's attempts to usurp the throne, and Solomon was established as king. One can easily imagine why those at Adonijah's feast were struck with fear and hasted to desert Adonijah's presence. They were caught in the midst of of what bordered on treason against the new king, and they were anxious to disassociate themselves from Adonijah. Now it was Adonijah's life that was in danger. Not only was he a a potential rival to the throne, but he had been obviously making an, an open effort to preempt Solomon's claim. So, as soon as he learned of the enthroning of Solomon, Adonijah fled not to his home, but immediately to the heights of Mount Moriah, just above the city of David. Here an altar of sacrifice had been set up by David. The horns of the altar of sacrifice were considered a sanctuary where a person could cling until his case was investigated and tried. There Adonijah waited, hoping for some indication of Solomon's clemency toward him, which was granted. And that was out of the Institute Manual. Chapter, I'm sorry, chapter 1, yeah, verse 1. Now King David was old and stricken in years, and they covered him with, his, with clothes, and, but he got no heat. Wherefore his servant said unto him, Let there be sought for my lord the king a young virgin, and let her stand before the king, and let her cherish, or wait upon him, and let her lie in thy bosom, that thy, that thy, that, that my lord the king may get heat. For they sought for a fair damsel throughout all the coasts of Israel, and found Abishag, a, Shumanite, a Shunammite, and brought her to the king. And the damsel was very fair, and cherished the king, and ministered to him, but the king knew her not. Then Adonijah, the son of Haggith, exalted himself, saying, I will be king. And he prepared him chariots and horsemen and fifty men to run before him. And his father had not displeased him at any time in saying, Why hast thou done so? And he also was a very goodly or handsome man, and his mother bare him after Absalom. And he conferred with Joab, the son of Zeruiah, and with Abiathar the priest, and they followed Adonijah, helped him. And they following Adonijah helped him. But Zadok the priest, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and Nathan the prophet, and Shammai and Rai the mighty men which belonged to David were not with Adonijah. And Adonijah slew sheep and oxen and fat cattle by the stone of Zoheleth, which is by Enrogel, and called all his brethren the king's sons, and all the men of Judah the king's servants. But Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the mighty, and the mighty men, and Solomon his brother, he called not. Wherefore Nathan spake unto Bathsheba the mother of Solomon, saying, Hast thou not heard that Adonijah the son of Haggith doth reign, and David our Lord knoweth it not? Now therefore come, let me, I pray thee, give me, give thee counsel that thou mayest save thine own life and the life of thy son Solomon. Go and get thee in unto King David, and say unto him, Didst not thou, my lord king, O king, swear unto thine handmaid, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? Why then doth Adonijah reign? Behold, while thou yet talkest there with the king, I, I also will come in after thee and confirm thy words." And Bathsheba went in unto the king into the chamber, and the king was very old, and Abishag the Shumanite ministered unto the king. And Bathsheba bowed and did obeisance unto the king, and the king said, What wouldst thou? And she said unto him, My lord, thou swearest by the Lord thy God unto thine handmaid, saying, Assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne. And now behold, Adonijah reigneth, and now, my lord the king, thou knowest it not. And he hath slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance, and hath called all the sons of the king, and Abiathar the priest, and Joab the captain of the host. But Solomon thy servant hath he not called. And thou, my lord, O king, the eyes of all Israel are upon thee, that thou shouldst tell them, 
who shall sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise it shall come to pass when my lord the king shall sleep with his fathers, that I and my son Solomon shall be counted offenders. And lo, while she yet talked with the king, Nathan the prophet also came in. And they told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet. And when he was come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My lord, O king, thou hast said, Adonijah shall reign after me. Uh, this is a question, not a statement, sorry. He says, My lord, O king, hast thou said, Adonijah shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne? For he has gone down this day, and hath slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in abundance, and hath called all the king's sons and the captains of the host, and Abiathar the priest, and behold, they eat and drink before him, and say, God save king Adonijah. But me, even me, my me thy servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and thy servant Solomon, hath he not called? Is this thing done by my lord the king, and thou hast not showed it unto thy servant, who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then king David answered and said, Call me Bathsheba. And she came in and into the king's presence, and stood before the king. And the king sware and said, As the Lord liveth, that hath redeemed my soul out of all distress, even as I swear unto thee by the Lord God of Israel, saying, Assuredly Solomon thy son shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne in, in my stead, even so will I certainly do this day. Then Bathsheba bowed with her, fa her face to the earth, and did reverence to the king, and said, Let my lord king David live forever. And King David said, Let uh, call, call me Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada. And they came before the king. The king also said unto them, Take with you the servants of your lord, and cause Solomon my son to ride upon mine own mule, and bring him down to Gihon. And let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him there, king over Israel, and blow ye the trumpet, and say, God save King Solomon. So Solomon's about 20 years old at this time. Then ye shall come up after him, that he may come and sit upon my throne, for he shall be king in my stead, and I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and over Judah. And Benaiah the son of Jehoiada answered the king and said, Amen, the Lord God of my lord, the king say so too. As the Lord hath been with my lord the king, even so he with Solomon, and make, this, make his throne greater than the throne of my lord king David. So Zadok the priest, and Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and the Cherethites, and the Pelethites, went down and caused Solomon to ride upon King David's mule, and brought him to Gihon. The Cherethites were a people who were settled alongside the Philistines in southern Palestine. In the reign of David they formed with the Pelethites his private bodyguard under the command of Benaiah the son of Jehoiada. They remained loyal to him through the rebellions of Absalom, and were present when Solomon was anointed for kingship. Verse 39, And Zadok the priest took a horn of oil out of the tabernacle and anointed Solomon, and they blew the trumpet, and all the people said, God save King Solomon. And all the people came up after him, and the people piped with pipes and rejoiced with great joy, so that the earth rent with the sound of them with the sound of them. And Adonijah and all the guests that were with him heard it as they had made an end of eating. And when Joab heard the sound of the trumpet, he said, Wherefore is this noise of the city being in an uproar? <clears throat> and while he yet spake, behold, Jonathan, the son of Abiathar, the priest, came, and Adonijah said unto him, Come in, for thou art a valiant man, and bringest good tidings. And Jonathan answered and said to Adonijah, Verily our lord King David hath made Solomon king. And the king hath sent him, sent with him Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet. 
prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada, and the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and they have caused him to ride upon the king's mule. And Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king in Gihon, and they are come up from thence rejoicing, so that the city rang again. This is the noise that ye have heard. And also Solomon sitteth on the throne of the kingdom. And moreover the king's servants came to bless our lord king David, saying, God made the name of Solomon better than thy name, and make the Make his throne greater than thy throne. And the king bowed himself upon it, upon the bed. And also thus saith the king, said the king, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, which hath given one to sit on my throne this day, mine eyes even seeing it. And all the guests that were with Adonijah were afraid, and rose up, and went every man his way. And Adonijah feared because of Solomon, and arose and went, and caught hold on the horns of the altar. And it was told Solomon, saying, Behold, Adonijah feareth King Solomon, for lo, he hath caught hold on the horns of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear unto me today that he will not slay his servant with the sword. And Solomon said, If he will show himself a worthy man, there shall not an hair of him fall to the earth, but if wickedness shall be found in him, he shall die. So King Solomon sent, and they brought him down unto the, from the altar, and he came and bowed himself to King Solomon. And Solomon said unto him, Go to thine house. Uh, so that's the end of chapter one. We have a new king on the throne, and that's Solomon, and we'll see what happens next time. See you next time. Bye.